0: God's gonna trouble, God's gonna trouble, God's gonna trouble the world. wait in water god's gone trouble water wait in water i said we Down in valley, down on my knees waiting water Asking my Lord to save me, please. gone, troubled water. Upon the mountain, Jehovah, he spoke, eating water. Out of his mouth came fire and smoke. Must have been Jesus passing by. God's going to trouble, God's going to trouble, God's going to trouble, God's going to trouble, God's going to trouble,
1: It's Alan Klein, accompanied by Vance Music Director, Mrs. Debbie Briding. We go today to, I'm going to try through Lent to preach a sermon based on a word. Today the word is repentance, and you'll see why in a moment. Because John the Baptist goes through the land preaching a message of repentance. But first we hear from the story of Noah from the ninth chapter of Genesis. And God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you. And with every living creature that is with you, the birds and the domestic animals and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark, I will establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood. And never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is a sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on earth. Now in Mark, Jesus' baptism story is very short, as is the temptation story. In the other Gospels, we get this long temptation where Jesus interacts with the devil or with Satan in the wilderness here. Not so much. Look how Mark shortens this to get the point across. Without using a whole bunch of words. The first chapter of Mark. Then starting at the ninth verse. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee. And was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water. He saw the heavens torn apart. in the sky and the spirit. Descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son. The beloved. I love you with whom I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beast, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is near. Repent, repent, And believe the good news. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Repent and believe the good news. Lent starts today. This is the first. Sunday of Lent, and Lent is a season of repentance, we are told, a time to be thoughtful and reflective, to look at our own souls and our own spirits and think about our relationship with God. Now, in Greek, repent is a word metanoia, it means To change your mind, to change your heart, to change your behavior. So you, for those of you who are listening on the radio, I'm walking. You take a walk away from God and toward sin. But if you repent, you change your mind, you change your ways, you change your behavior, and you turn back. Turn around. There are signs of our repentance, of course, humble hearts. On Ash Wednesday, as Christians, we put ashes on ourselves to show our intent to repent. For John, the sign was baptism. Be baptized. And repent of your ways. Change your ways. Move from your way of sin toward God. The way of life. It makes sense that for John, his was a baptism of repentance because when you are baptized, you die to sin, you rise to new life. When you repent, you change from your way of sin and you choose life in God. I was trying to th- find and think of a good story, symbol, sign of someone's repentance. None are as good as true life. And I met a man this week who helped me know. He said to me, my wife, the mother of my child, now my ex-wife, had a very open affair with someone. I was convinced it would ruin my life. I would lose my marriage and my children, our home, all that I had hoped for and worked for in life. And he said, I hated that man so much. I spent all my waking hours thinking about how to kill him. And he was very clear. He said, "I'm not being metaphorical when I say that to you." When I say I was thinking about how to kill him, it wasn't that, you know, how we sometimes say, "Oh, I'm going to kill you." "Oh, I'm going to kill you for leaving a metronome in your purse." No, this guy was buying a gun. Was figuring out where this other man was so he could find him. Was serious about ending the life of another human being because he was that angry and that obsessed and that, as he will later say, filled with sin concerning the man who had stolen his wife. He said to me, but now I have found Jesus. And the moment I found Jesus, I knew that there was no room for that in my heart and in my soul. The goodness of God so overtook this man that he could not live with that anger any longer. That's repentance. That's metanoia. That's taking something that is so ingrained in you and taking that anger and changing your mind and turning yourself to a life filled with God's goodness God's righteousness and your repentance. See, the word in Hebrew is just as interesting. There are actually two words for repentance in Hebrew. One is hazara, like as in hazard. that one is getting yourself out of a rut. This guy was stuck in a rut. He didn't see how he would ever get rid of that anger. But the other one is called Shuvah. Shuvah is about getting back to where you're supposed to be. It's related to coming home, to being at home base. Returning you to the place you are supposed to be, which is intimate relationship with God. And if you are filled with sin, if you have things that you need to change your mind about, if you have behaviors that you need to find a different way to, to, to enact, you've got to turn from your ways and return back to God where you belong. In some cases, this means we must make amends for the wrongs we have done. If I yell at my children all day long, and I know that is keeping my heart from God and keeping theirs from God, perhaps I need to return to the Lord By changing my behavior. By telling my children that I will try to do so. See, here's the thing that we forget. Repentance is about bringing us back to a place we need to be. As human beings, from the beginning, we have been geared, we have been wired, we have been made, created by God to be in relationship with God. And sin is the thing that keeps us from that, but repentance is the thing that can change that behavior and bring us home where we belong. So the question is today. What is it in you that is keeping you from God? What is it in you that you need to confess? Who is it that you need to make amends with? How do you, prodigal one, find your way home? To God. Repent and believe the good news. In Jesus' name. Amen.